Hi, this is Adam Bergman, Irie Financial. On today, Adam Talks, I'm going to talk about some of the craziest investments you won't believe that people do with their retirement funds. So I've been in the retirement world for about 10 years. Uh, prior to that, I was a tax lawyer uh, for nine years at, a, at several large law firms in New York City. So I saw pretty much standard type of investments that individuals, business owners, entrepreneurs were doing, whether it was investing in public companies, private companies, private equity, venture capital, hedge funds, pretty run-of-the-mill investments that people were doing individually or in a business framework. So what are some of the crazy stuff that you're not going to believe? So I'm going to list a few and you know, you're going to chuckle. Some of these investments I think worked out, some didn't. Bottom line, they're all legal. Okay, That's the only set of rules and boundaries we have are section 408 and 4975. So you can't do life insurance collectibles and self-dealing. Then you also can't do illegal investments, right? You can't invest in, in a drug business, right? You can't technically invest in illegal gambling if it's illegal in, in the jurisdiction you're in. Um, cannabis, right? Cannabis is a great example. Our trust company, IRA Financial Trust, as of 2019, is authorized to business as a trust company to administer retirement accounts under South Dakota law. South Dakota uh, cannabis is not legal, and we are uh, basically restricted and not allowed to have our clients invest in cannabis-related investments, U.S. or non-U.S. So even if you want to buy Canadian stocks in the cannabis industry, technically it's illegal because cannabis is federally illegal, even though it may be legal in Colorado or California or Massachusetts, it is, or Nevada, it is illegal federally. It's still a class one drug, can't do it. So right now, as of 2019, June, we're not allowing our clients uh, to purchase investments in the cannabis world, even outside the United States, because it is illegal federally. So 408, 4975, and illegal assets, those are really the rules. If it doesn't fall in those categories, you can do it. So I've had clients invest in businesses in Zimbabwe, Okay, Lebanon. Uh, I've had clients uh, look at investments in uh, not just exotic locales in the Bahamas, uh, but I've had clients look at doing um, private investments in um, race cars. Okay, so the question is, is that a collectible? Assuming it's not a collectible, it can be done. Uh, livestock, whether that's allowed or not. Um, I've had clients invest in more traditional but still uh, kind of interesting investments like storage facilities. Um, they're allowed. Uh, it's not real estate per se. It's more like a hotel. So it could trigger you be unrelated business income tax, but it is legal. It's not an impermissible investment. Uh, Mexico, obviously, uh, real estate. India, I've had people do investments into India, Pakistan, almost, almost every country that's not under embargo like Iran or North Korea, I've had clients invest. So obviously you need to be careful and you need to be aware of local rules. For example, in India, there's some restrictions on foreign ownership. So even if you're from India and you have a Indian uh, citizenship because you were born there, your IRA is making the investment in India. Your IRA is not an Indian citizen, even if you are. So there are some restrictions on what the IRA can do, for example, in India. Other countries, you don't have any foreign restrictions like Canada or, or Great Britain. Um, so you don't have that issue. Um, but again, as long as it's not a collectible life insurance and self-dealing, you can do it. Um, ICOs, initial coin offerings, okay? They are risky. 
but they're technically legal so long as the ICO you're investing in has complied with SEC rules. Most have not. A lot of these ICOs, these initial coin offerings, are done overseas in order not to comply with the SEC, although technically they probably should still comply because they're uh, offering the investment in the United States. So we want to make sure that our clients have invested in uh, SEC-approved ICOs like the T0, which is really the, the main one that our clients have invested in. Obviously, cryptos are becoming, even though they are risky and volatile, they're, they're becoming more mainstream in 19 than they were in 15 and 16. Um, so, you know, you can do some really cool stuff. I've had people help their friends buy a house. I've had people help neighbors in a flood zone rebuild their home through you know, a hard money loan at a very low interest rate. Uh, I've helped a friend uh, buy a house um, with a very low interest rate on a loan who had trouble getting a loan. Uh, I've helped friends who needed um, help for um, uh, the wife needed help to uh, give birth in terms of uh, IVF, uh, which is very expensive in vitro fertilization. Uh, I've had clients lend do hard money loans uh, and a very low interest rate to those types of people. Um, uh, which again, it's kind of a nice story, right? You're helping your IRA, you're getting a little bit of interest. You're also helping a friend or a neighbor, uh, hopefully, you know, have a baby. Uh, I've seen that for an abortion case, uh, excuse me, in adoption cases, uh, IVF cases. Um, so really some cool stuff people are doing. I saw it in, when there was hurricanes in Florida, floods in uh, Texas. We've seen uh, um, recently some tornadoes in the Oklahoma area. I've had clients do loans in order to help their neighbors rebuild. Um, so you know, people have, have seen and looked and treated their IRA in ways that uh, have helped their IRA because there's an interest back, um, which they feel secure because it's from a friend. And they're also doing something that's pretty uh, altruistic where they're helping a friend kind of rebuild their home or maybe uh, be able to have a baby, adopt, or IVF. So there's some really cool stuff people are doing. Um, that isn't super exotic. It's not like buying uh, or investing in a business in Zimbabwe um, or in uh, Lebanon, which I've had. Invest, I've had people invest in Turkey and Syria. Um, so I've seen it all. I've seen a lot of very cool stuff. Some have worked out. I guess some have not. Um, but that's really not our job. Our job is to facilitate investments. Uh, in the self-directed world, we're not fiduciaries. It's up to the client to determine what he or she wants to invest do their diligence and then ultimately make the investment. The power's uh, theirs. The IRS has given us the, the ability to make investments and the control that comes with it, but there's also responsibility and it's important to do your diligence. Uh, you don't. You need to be aware of fraud and obviously volatility and risk. But overall, there's some really cool stuff you can do to help uh, friends, neighbors, and also help your IRA uh, simultaneously. Um, there's obviously exotic types of investments, whether it's investing in race cars, investing in – I've seen people invest in a lottery ticket um, uh, investment clubs where these people, these math wizards are able to uh, you know, go into – there was actually something on 60 Minutes recently where these MIT people – and this group of, of math geniuses in Michigan basically broke the Massachusetts lottery. I, I've heard of clients doing uh, those types of investments. Um, I've had people invest in casinos in, in Aruba and different locales. So there's some really cool stuff people have done um, that uh, involves uh, activities that are not your run-of-the-mill investments but are legal and satisfy 408 and 4975. So really the, the only limits are insurance, life insurance collectibles. You have the control and the ability to do so. Uh, the biggest 
uh, I guess roadblock is people aren't even aware that you can do alternative assets with your retirement account. Uh, I always tell the story. My, my son had a birthday party a couple of years ago and they had this video game truck that, that came. We, 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 um, you know, rented it out for the afternoon and I was talking to the lady and she said uh, she used to be uh, an employee of the post office and she, her and her son started this business and she tapped into her retirement account to buy um, the truck and the game truck and, and I said, hey, there, there's really interesting ways you can do that with something called a Rob's. Did you know about it? And she goes, actually, I didn't. I only found about it after and I'm going to use the Rob's to buy a second truck. So she actually had to incur tax and penalties to tap into her retirement account where she could have done it more tax efficiently. So there's really a, a whole slew of really interesting investment opportunities from diversification play, uh, hedge against inflation, the ability to allow you to invest in what you know and understand, give you more control over your retirement um, process. It's all available. Uh, hopefully more and more people are getting educated. Hopefully these podcasts, videos, webinars are, are, are part of the plan to help people understand that if you do want to do things that are not your traditional non-mutual funds, non-stocks, non-ETFs, you can do it. The IRS is giving you the power. It's up to you to figure out if you want to do it. Um, it's super uh, cost-effective now. It's transparent. You can do everything online. Super easy, not expensive. You just need to be empowered and, and understand what you uh, want to do, have an investment strategy, and you could uh, really unlock your retirement uh, potential and invest in what you know and understand from a tax and investment standpoint. So Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, hope you found this podcast helpful. Subscribe to our channel. Um, if you have questions, uh, l- let me know. I'd love to respond. Um, any suggestions for future podcasts? Um, Thanks again for listening and until next time.